When you're feeling low, look to the sky. There's an invisible wizard hanging above with his arms open wide. Things are going tough. Things really stink. Jesus is there, don't you think? You wonder to yourself, why does this happen? It's because you don't have the same love and passion. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. He may be full of love, but the world's still filled with scum. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. On this week's episode of One Topic, we have a very special guest joining oh. us. Oh. Just kidding. No, we don't. No, we don't. I'm not going to get into it because I know that you're hoping in the future to have this person on the show. Yes. But uh, you had booked this guest and then three minutes before <laughs> record time. Three minutes! A cancellation. Yep. At least there was a, at least there, it wasn't a ghosting. True. But I don't, what was it? Was it a forgetting? Uh, was it a forgot that I committed to this? How long ago did you book this person? Oh, I booked a while ago, but well, not even that long. What day did I message you? It was like earlier this week. And then um, I touched base um, midweek and then Friday. All right. So you're staying on top Saturday, of it. So it's not, a, so. it's not, I forgot. Like yeah. I had a friend who reached out probably a month ago and said, Hey, do you want to hang out on the weekend of August 20th, 21st? I said, uh -oh. sure. And then, you know, you forget the time passes Absolutely. and it slips yeah. your mind. But I actually remembered and I reached out last night and said, Hey, still want to hang out. And then we're going to, but usually in those situations, I also like this person. So I didn't mind hanging out. Right. A lot of the times, though, you know, someone asked me if I want to do something in the future, far in the future, and I don't really want to do it. But I say, yeah, sure. So I don't have to say no and reject them and then figure out a way to weasel myself out of it. That's the plan. But then I forget to even weasel myself out of it because it just slips my mind completely. And so the, so the day comes and, you know, whatever I usually I'll go through with things. I feel like if I commit, I'll end up doing it and yeah. I don't and I don't want to do it. But. That's the, good of you. The other side is, I know there's times in the past where I have canceled last minute, even though I had remembered, I guess, leading. Like you only had the courage to say something closer to time? Yeah, and I don't understand why. Like, what's the difference saying something, giving someone at least heads up so so they can make other plans or whatever it is they need to do in a situation yeah. like that. Cry, recover, eat ice cream, <laughs> because it crushes their lives, I understand. So whatever it is they need to do, maybe I should give them the time to do it instead of springing it on them. But that does seem to be a tactic that a lot of people do. I'm going to wait till the last second. Well, because that way you can say, oh, I was just about to, you know, walk out the door when something came up. I'm so sorry. Yeah. You know how many times my grandparents were sick? So how many times I used that excuse? Oh. <laughs> like, my grandparents are sick? Yeah, the ones who lived in Philadelphia because I was yeah. close enough. I was like, look, they're sick. There's no one else around. I got to go. I'm really sorry. Something popped up. My grandfather ah, got sick. My grandfather fell down the stairs. My grandma fell down the stairs. Whatever it is. <laughs> and then people like actually are genuinely. Right. They're like, oh, my God, are they OK? They're like, yeah, thanks. I appreciate your concern, but everything's cool. And then I just sit there on the couch. 
<laughs> just doing whatever you were doing before that. Yeah, pretty <laughs> shitty thing to do, I guess. <laughs> and now, I get it. It's almost um, it feels more respectful to lie because the real reason is because you don't want to hang out with them. It's not them. Not always. Not always. But sometimes it is, right? Yeah, sometimes it could. I mean, I guess it's them, but it's everyone. That's the thing. It's you, but sure. it's everyone. So it's not really you. I just don't want to go. Which in itself is a whole other box of worms. It's like, why don't I want to go? Because usually right. if I go out, then it's fine. And it's a nice time. And I can appreciate it when it's happening and after it's over. I was like, oh, mostly when it's over. During it, I'm like, is this over? Can I leave? And then I get home and I think, that was nice. I'm glad I did that. <laughs> but the whole time you're like, when is this over? How long is this going on? I've got a drawer fill of, filled with mementos that remind me of things I didn't want to do that I now look at longingly and, and say, <laughs> what a great time that was going to Silver Sun Pickups on the uh, East River overlooking Manhattan. It was in Brooklyn. That, that show, by the way, the way the stage was set up was the stage faced the river and, and therefore the skyline what? of Manhattan. So, so the performers got to see the city and anyone watching the show didn't because it was to their backs. Terrible setup. Wow. Unless maybe because they needed to project the music out away from buildings where people lived. It could be that. Oh, that might be true. But then what's the point of having a concert? There in that spot? Good question. Because the backdrop is supposed to be the beautiful part of it. So I feel like when Kiss played Brooklyn Bridge, God knows how many years ago, if I'm remembering correctly, they were facing Manhattan. So they had the nice view. Nobody else did. Hmm. <laughs> so maybe, maybe that's a thing. Maybe I, I can't say that the performer shouldn't have the nice view. Why should the audience have the view? Wait, so you guys were facing the, you were facing the band. Yes. But they were facing the, the river, the city. Yes. The, the river and the skyline, which is the appeal. It's like, hey, okay, cool. Look at that. No, no, you're the audience is there for the band. The band is there for the view. I, but I, I get that, but I mean, that's not really what it is. No, I feel like you lure people out in nice, like Red Rocks or whatever the fuck it is, uh, because yeah, yeah, yeah. the environment and you have the nice drop, drop. Um, what is the word I'm looking for? Drap, drap buck. I don't know what the hell I'm Backdrop? trying to say. Backdrop. Yes. Why? Why did I get messed up? <laughs> drop back. <laughs> You got the nice uh, backer. Yep. People like that, the ambiance. But sure. Anyway, that's a ticket in the box. And it, okay. I, look, I'm not a fan of the silver. But you I didn't want to go. I didn't. But you I had don't, a great time. I don't dislike the Silver Sun pickups. I just never was into them. Mm -hmm. And what happened to them? Are they even still around? I don't know. They're probably playing like weird throwback music festivals, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to look it up. Silver Sun Pickups Tour. Let's see what they've got going on. I mean, plenty of bands still tour. I forget their songs. I do too. That, I think it says a lot about the band. Lazy Eye. They're playing Webster Hall on November 6th. Panic Switch. Scared Together. What was the big one? Alone on a Hill. What was the big hit? Dunno. Oh boy. Gonna make me look up the big silver oh. sun. It's waiting. Maybe it was Lazy Eye. All right, let's see. Could be Lazy Eye. I have that on my playlist. 
So you love it. You love them. Maybe you would go see them then. I only know that one song, I think. I'm sure they're playing Baltimore at some point. Can you hear this? No. No. Okay. It's just through me. Yeah. Lazy Eye, I guess. was. See, I never remember the name of the song. You know how many times I played this on the radio? Right. (laughs) It did not stick with me at all. 96.7 The Buzz. Silver Sun Pickups. Lazy Eye. This was 2006. I was already at 99X big time. me decker just had a long ramp i could hit the post yeah you had a lot of time to be weird probably talking about a friend who had a lazy eye that i made up i i, I guarantee i did a break talking sure. about a person who had a lazy <laughs> eye and i didn't Your friend jeremy yeah and i thought they were talking to me but it turns out they weren't looking at me at all and they were looking at the person next to me so i answered a question and they said i'm not talking to you but because the one eye was directed at me i i sure that i bs'd some story like that and these days if you talked about a person with a lazy eye you'd be canceled Ugh, canceled <laughs> doxed i just like yeah you'd be, you'd be doxed you'd be beaten yeah you'd be dragged out alive to, dragged out to the street and put in the rack where your head and your arms hang yeah and people come by and rack. throw tomatoes at you like what is this man's offense he told a story, a fake story about a person with a lazy eye. And you know what? Mm. My mom has a lazy eye and it offended me. I'm so sorry. I got what I deserved. Could have never been a radio DJ these days. It's a very difficult landscape to navigate. It's very tough on me. I think it's called the stockade. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. Maybe it's called a cade stock. <laughs> the band got to see, had a pretty stayed cock no that's no it's not what he said cock stayed i'll round out what we were originally talking about i like that thing from bo burnham where he was like i think it was on the outtakes where it's like oh no maybe not no it might be it from inside where he talks about you might he's always curing the world with comedy and he says uh if you smell burning toast you might be burning your toast do you think that would win eric over (laughs) I've given up. You think you think I've Eric, given up that dream. You think Eric Von Hessler would watch the Bo Burnham special and think this is brilliant? I don't. I, I do not for a second. I do think I don't know. I mean, I don't know about brilliant, but I think he would really like it. I don't know why it touches me so much. It really does. Anyone who's younger, he doesn't tend to like, even if they're good. And that becomes most people as time goes on. <laughs> yeah. If someone younger is doing something, nah, that's bullshit. I think it's it's um i think it's because it's new and it's different and so there's an inability to know whether you're gonna like it or not and so then it's not even worth trying for and instead of just admitting that because it sounds like silly like you should just watch it and see but instead of just admitting that it's like no it's good no or just total just ignoring it Who's the comedian I was talking about on the air the other day that I made fun? I just, I didn't know it was the comedian. And I oh, said, yeah. why do you park in a driveway and drive on a parkway? Right. Yeah. Uh, Steve, is it Steven or something? Maybe the per. look, I don't know this person's comedy. Maybe. Did you look him up? No. I had, Stephen Wright. I had zero interest in looking up Stephen Wright. No, he's funny. He's good. Okay. So he's good. Yeah. I just, because that kind of stuff I don't think is that funny. 
So, and I think of comedians having to workshop things. So they take it to a test audience and, and there's why do they call them tennis shoes when you don't play tennis, you play right. basketball with them and that one falls flat and like, oh, okay, He's crossed like, nope. it off the list. And then for some reason, parkway and driveways get a huge laugh. That's it. That's the one I'm going with. Well, if you think about the first time that that was brought up, that probably, you know, that was the first time. And so it was interesting and different. And also he wasn't, he's not the type of comedian that's like, why do you drive on a parkway? You know, he's real like monotone and he talks like this. He's, he's funny. He's a real like um, older style comedian. Not like from, not like 80s. Right, like that, maybe that. he got his start in the 70s. Or I'm not opposed then. Like people yeah. like Rodney Dangerfield, I don't like, but I can appreciate, like that guy really is dropping jokes every second and there's like a million of them in a set i don't like the delivery i don't like the voice right. i don't like any of it i think the content the material is to me not anything that appeal is appealing i but, loved him in uh that weird movie where he was like a sex pervert <laughs> which one was that back uh, to school huh back well, to school <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> i loved back to school when i was a kid yeah. No, it's that. What is that one? Um, where it's like those two people. It's um, Woody from Cheers or whatever, wasn't it? Where they're like killing people. Ladybugs. <laughs> he was a sex pervert in Ladybugs. My five wives. Psycho kill killer psycho psychos. All right. Well, come back when you figure it out. Uh, the point is. Movie. I don't want to say that the guy didn't have talent because he did a very difficult thing. Natural born killers. Sorry. Thank you. Okay. There you go. I never saw it. I've only seen parts. I never saw it. <laughs> oh, I don't have a TV. So. I didn't see that stupid ass movie. Look, there's the, it's a age, a tale. I can't get things straight today. A tale as old as age, whatever the fuck they say. <laughs> tale as old as time. Young people, as old as time. young people think old people stuff is lame and lame people think young people stuff is lame and nobody gets either of it. So the cycle continues. Anyone who claims to be above it is not above it because then you'd be consuming. Look, we all lean into Again, it. That's my disappointment is because I expect the per this person to be above that and they're not. And it's like, oh, and then when you want them to say, Bo Burnham, you're right, Autumn. Your taste is impeccable when it comes no, to no, no. No, comedy. No, no, no. Not even. I don't want you to blow smoke up my ass and tell me that I'm right. I just think that Eric, uh, well, I don't anymore because it's like, I have <laughs> this to give person, Eric. Well, now, I'm saying, well, because we were saying that, you know, we wanted Eric to watch it, but if he's, it's just not going to happen. So, um, yeah, I, I don't want him to come back and say, you're right. You're amazing. You know me. You have great taste. It's more like, I liked it. Here's what I didn't like. Here's what I like. You know, that's fine. You can have criticism of it. I think and it's, I, I mean, it's for the best ultimately that he didn't because I don't think he'd like it and he'd come back and then he'd shit on it and make you feel bad because you like it so much. So it's just right. Better this that's way. true. It's better this way. And I think that yeah. Eric is the reason that we don't have a guest this week up until, you know, prepping for the show, watching this guy's YouTube videos. I'm getting questions ready to go. And then uh, he cancels. And now, so here we are. We're like, oh, we got to record. I, I blame it on Eric. I blame WSB radio. I think that this guy did some research last minute. He's like, yeah, let me see what I'm getting into here. <laughs> and he traced you. 
Well, it's one of two things. He traced you back to WSB and then saw that Sean Hannity was on that station and said, I'm staying away from that shit. I want nothing to do with it. And that's a real thing. Hannity. I mean, I don't think I told him even that I'm on a radio show. I think I just talked about our podcast. But you can look it up pretty simply. Yeah. It's not. But then if you go to that trouble, you can look. I was telling you, you could look at all of my social media and you can see that I don't have, you know, what did I say? Um, Moldy memes of soldiers kneeling and talking about kids need spankings and drinking water from a hose. <laughs> My day, we were we drank out of a hose and we were proud of it. Have you seen all those? No, I'm not. There's a- so many. Like it includes all these people who are weirdos, like boomers on Facebook that post that like use Facebook as therapy, basically. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they, that's why Facebook. You know, Facebook like nobody young uses it anymore no it's fallen off completely youtube's still number one i think then tiktok youtube really youtube i mean there's a ton of content for kids that is absolute garbage but you still get more views on tiktok because tiktok's a scam because the video plays you're reading the comments it starts over it plays again and if it's a short video it plays 50 times before you Mm -hmm. move on so that gets added to their view count that's a scam I have six million views, but only a hundred people watched it. That's not true, though. That's That's not. That doesn't happen. That's not mathematically possible. You're saying fine, but anyway. No, no, no. I just don't think that that's the case. So anyway, go back. You were saying Facebook is now therapy for old people. Oh, just saying that so many boomers will post weird things about. You know, I think the stuff that we talked about from the other show, where you know everything that's different is scary and. Therefore, bad. Um, and you refuse to indulge that or explore that at all. And uh, people post things about drinking water from a hose and how that's the thing <laughs> that needs to change about these kids these days. If, if you're going to drink water from a hose, here's a little life hack for you. Let it run for a minute. You don't want the water that's been sitting in the hose baking in the hot summer sun that has grown bacteria to be the water that you drink. You let it run, <laughs> that gets flushed out, then you drink. Just be well, careful. back in my day, we knew that. I left the seltzer out uh, for a couple of days, and then I drank some of it. And obviously, it didn't kill me. I didn't get sick. Everything was fine. But I did think about the amount of bacteria that had grown in it because it wasn't refrigerated. I mean, but it only it had, it had a cap on it. Yeah, but the moment your mouth touches something, you're drinking out of the bottle, and it's touching your mouth, and some of it's going back yeah. in. It's blooming. The bacteria is blooming in there. Maybe they don't like the carbonation. Maybe it keeps I think it that down. Uh, that amount of bloom, your your stomach can probably handle. I mean, it did. I didn't get sick, as I said. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm fine with that. I think we can handle a lot of stuff, especially if we acclimate our body to that kind of thing. Like those hoarders that eat, you know, like puffy yogurts and stuff. It's like it's expired, but still good. <laughs> You should push yourself to be able to eat raw meat again. My goal is to go back to eating it right off the bone so it's still warm. Well, this guy on a loan, um, he was Mexican and he lived in Mexico. And he said he would travel like anytime he went to other countries, he would drink the tap water because he wanted to expose his body to things and be able to withstand it so that he could drink water from the stream without getting sick. And he said it was just like one country that really got him. I India. can't remember which one. India. Probably. 
I mean, maybe another. I got very sick in India. I think everybody that goes to India gets sick. I don't know what it is, what it was. How fast can food poisoning hit you? It does seem like it's fast, but it can't be. Well, I wasn't eating any meat over there. I was just eating vegetarian. But was food. there like ice in your drink? No, I, I don't remember, but I knew not to drink no. the tap water. If there was ice, I would assume that it, it was made properly. Maybe that was I, a mistake. I, yeah, I think that's the wrong thing to assume. But there was a night I finally ate some meat because we went to this place. Um, and the people that we had hired for the shoot to help us translate with the crew who lived there. And they took us around like, this place is great. It's owned by some Americans. And they have, a, <laughs> they have chicken burger because they don't have beef there. Right. And I was like, okay, I ate that. And then a few hours later, I was so sick that I was in a, I, everyone else continued to go out and I had to take a cab back and I made the cab stop because I had to get out and vomit wow. in, into a sidewalk that had a giant pit, open pit that went straight to the sewer. So at least it went, <laughs> went to where it needed to go. <laughs> and then the, the cab drove away and then I didn't know I didn't have a phone that worked. Oh no. But he actually just went around the corner. Luckily I found him because if I hadn't, then I don't know what would have happened. And then I just laid in bed for the next couple of days and watched my cousin Vinny and Cricket and drank every drink that was in the hotel refrigerator. Really? Just because you're desperate for liquids? Yeah. It says symptoms can begin six to 24 hours after exposure. But I just know that the, I, I just remember specifically like the first kid that I knew that got food poisoning. He said that he was at a baseball game, like a little league game or something, and he ate a hot dog. And that's how he got sick. He got like that he ate the hot dog and then a couple hours later he was dying of food poisoning and i thought even then i was like that fast but even you know how even if you don't have food poisoning there's sometimes you eat something and you instantly have to go to the bathroom like diarrhea (laughs) people say that about taco bell it's not true it can't be true i eat taco bell because if it's it's that fast you're gonna puke and you're not gonna have diarrhea diarrhea is like a longer process that's when I stopped sitting in the window seat, though. When I was flying back, I still wasn't fully better. Oh. And uh, I was at the window seat next to two people I didn't know, and the food was served, and they were eating, and I had to go oh. to the bathroom, and I couldn't get out. Oh. It was the most miserable experience. Don't you want to offer, like, to climb underneath them? I mean, You're I could have... Like, Let me just slip through. I, I guess I could have told the truth. I was like, hey, but they were eating, and I want to ruin oh, yeah. that for them. So the other thing, though, I was going to say, the only other reason that this guy would have canceled on us is because if he didn't trace it all the way back to the radio station and he saw Sean Hannity's mug on there, <laughs> he um, he listened to our show and hated it and said, fuck this. I want nothing to do with these two. Yeah. Or he could have just been busy and decided to prioritize. Something. What's he busy doing? I, well, I don't know. Maybe he's busy. You take an hour of your day. You promise to do it. You can take an hour of your day. I mean, yeah. Like I said, uh, whatever we can, it's not like you want to be a performer. You want to be a YouTuber. Then you put on the show when it, it's time to do the show. I won't say anything more because I know that you don't want me to burn any bridges. We also haven't said any names. People are probably wondering who this is. Who is this oh, person? That's true. Yeah. Who is this? It's a YouTuber no, that, I'm not gonna say. that autumn loves who. Yeah. I guess he's, it was really on TikTok, and then I watched all of their YouTube stuff, and I really liked it. Is he skyrocketing to fame? He only has 30,000 views right now, but it seemed like recently he had 20, I mean, not views, followers. Um, 
and it seemed recently he had 25,000. So to go from 25 to 32 quickly, he could be on the rise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought he would be a fun guest. So I agree. Anyway. It could have been a fun guest. Could have been a yeah. great, great program. <laughs> a wonder- oh, well. A wonderful show. Uh, I, I was going to say the one thing to round out the... Uh, the getting out of things part of the story that mm. kicked it off when I talked about my grandparents. I finally took my grandparents' ashes out of the closet. Now they're on top oh. of a shelf. That's nice. Are they in the highest point in uh, your home? They're pretty high. Maybe not the highest point, but it's high up. Okay. Is that where you're supposed to keep people? Well, I only learned that about like the Buddha. Like Buddha statues need to be high up at the highest point that they can be. They're pretty high. It's a. It's not. Oh, it's like a sign of respect. So I don't know if that translates to like <laughs> ashes, but that's what personally that I would do. It's not the whole. Like uh, I don't have most of the ashes. It's just a little bit in a small container mm-hmm. of them mixed together, which I guess is nice. Is it? Would you want to be mixed? No, who makes that decision to say like, are we going to mix these guys? I don't know. I mean, who made the decision on my end? Probably my aunt. But maybe was that requested because one grandparent died. A couple years before the other. Yeah. So it didn't need to be mixed. Isn't that so, isn't that so like witchcraft of us? You know, to say, first we, we, we burned them into ash. And not only that, but we're going to combine them so that they'll always be together. That is so fucking witchy. It's romantic. What are you talking about? I agree. I'm just saying, if you think about it objectively... It's that witchy as fuck. It's like people who say, I want to be buried next to my loved one so we can decompose together. Right next to each other. Maybe even cut a hole in the side of the coffin so our hands can come out. <laughs> we'll hold hands. <laughs> hold hands for eternity. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's cute. Dig me up and put me on top of the person, the previous dead person. Yeah, here's what you're going to do. You're going to die and tell your kids, I want you to put me in your front yard. And watch me decompose. Every day you walk out and say, hey, mom, as the nature takes its toll. Yeah. Feed me to the squirrels. Would squirrels eat you? Nah. Would they? No. no. They don't eat meat. No, I don't. They take your hair and make a nest. Yeah, true. They would. <laughs> there would be bird nests with your hair. Oh, yeah. Like all the hair like that eventually would fall away from my head. Yeah, that would be collected. Yeah. It's a circle of life where birds are being born in your hair. Circle. And that's kind of what I'm into. I mean, I've said it. I don't know if I have I talked about it on the. Show? I think I have. Where I just want to be buried in a um, a like a natural box. cemetery, mm-hmm. where people are just put in the ground. It'll be before you know it. Time's ticking. It's going fast. Yep. I better reserve that plot of land. What's the average lifespan? Seventy something. You're past it. You're past the middle now. Fifty, sixty, seventy. All right. There's this idea. Like in, for, in my mind, there's this idea I'm going to live to 80 something, but I don't know why that's the standard. So probably will. I can say, nah, I'm not quite halfway there yet. But if it's really 70 something, you're past it. We're past it. Yeah. Tick, tick, tick. That open grave where the decomposition and the detectives come and watch so they can make informed oh, decisions. Oh, yeah. Like later that on. weird backyard. Yeah, so they can see it's like full of barrels and like they got to know all the different ways full so, of dead people. Yeah, so they can date this stuff. It's very important yeah. so they can catch the murderers. So maybe <laughs> the guy listened to this episode 
he went to the future, listened to the episode we did when he didn't join, and that's why he decided. To, yeah, maybe so. Like, what the Probably. fuck are they talking about? I want nothing to do with this. This is this is trash. It's garbage. I'm not going to give my financial advice to those <laughs> two. There, I gave a I dropped a little hint. I know you did. Up and coming financial advisor. Autumn wanted to talk about her money and get herself straightened out. We did that show though on your finances, balancing your checkbook. I, look, having a guest, I'm not opposed. If there's a person who's informed and knowledgeable and but entertaining, let's uh, see a lot of people. I'm not going to listen to a fucking young person oh tell God, me so what negative. to do. I know how to save my own money. I have $360 in savings. <laughs> Fuck you, young guy. Fucking young man thinks he knows better than me. I've been on this earth twice as long as you have. I know what I'm doing. I saw um, Bed Bath & Beyond was the new meme stock that ran up. Oh, I've heard. Well, it's already crashed. Yeah, <laughs> it's already gone. Like it, it wasn't even like AMC or GME where it held. Like uh -huh. this was just a fucking pump and dump. But yeah, because somebody on that on his channel was buying meme stocks. Oh, he hated it, I bet, didn't he? Well, I don't think he minded, but the the guy did not have the type of money to be gambling on meme stocks, that kind of thing. Well, that's what that whole Wall Street bets is, is. Well, at first, and what it's supposed to be is loss porn, they call it, where people go on, uh, like, I put 40 grand into this, and look, I lost it all. And then they post uh, a screenshot. Loss porn, that's interesting. They, they post a screenshot. Yeah, like to be shamed at that point or right. something. It's weird psychology. But uh, this Bed Bath & Beyond, yeah, it was pumped up. It was at, I saw it when it was $5, and I, was, I saw it last year when AMC was, was getting hot in the stocks yeah. or the meme stocks. And I said, yeah, whatever. Uh, and it did take a year, but I saw it before it actually went to 25. I was reading about it and I thought, huh, but I didn't do it. It went to 25, uh, then crashed. But yeah, the person that he was talking to about it, you know, he was like, do you think that it's a good idea to be investing in a dying company? <laughs> you know, because everyone orders things online people don't need a bed bath and beyond necessarily but it's not what it's about that's not but, he, but the guy was like well, i don't know i just kind of like what he's I like what the you know the founder's doing I'm like yeah right you just know it's a meme yeah. stock and are excited yeah it's not about it's not about that at all no because you gotta be honest with yourself at least and be like yeah i know i'm just doing it because it's the thing it's not the fundamentals as they call it with these stocks they're stocks of dying businesses whose models were outdated and the future doesn't look bright for them. And there were predatory lenders out there, not lenders, uh, um, whatever the fuck it is, hedge funds. Oh, lenders is a totally different thing. I lump all the financial people together <laughs> in my mind. They're just a pit of shit. <laughs> they just all, they all boil and that you puked into in India. Yeah. Vomit and diarrhea. It's just boiling and they're swimming in it. Um, hedge funds, they, you know, they short the stock and they try to drive it down even faster because if it goes bankrupt, then they never have to buy the shares that they shorted. So they try to drive these things out of business. And then a bunch of people came in and said, we're going to fight you. That's what it was about. It wasn't about the business. So yeah, investing in them for their business as it stands is a pretty stupid thing to do, but yeah. it's a different thing. Uh, this Bed Bath & Beyond thing though, I read this article this it said 20 year old makes 120 million dollars off of bed bath and beyond and i think oh my god and i'm jealous of this young guy what the fuck's going on 
Turns out he was already rich and he invested $25 million oh, and it paid off. It. <laughs> it paid off and he made $119 million. But it's uh, like to me, that's not, fuck that story. No, that's totally different. Get out of here. Like rags to riches. So yeah. implication that they're doing. Riches to even more riches. Right. Rich to richer. I don't know how he made his money. I didn't care to find out. I didn't want anything to do with it. So good to know your guy doesn't like the meme stocks. He says he's a traditionalist. Well, I don't know. You know what? We'd have to ask him if he were on. I think you should buy your towels in person. Buying them off of Amazon is a risk. You can't feel them. You don't know how soft they are. That's true. Hey, I've gone to Bed Bath & Beyond to get a uh, cutting board. Sometimes you want things now. Sometimes you want to get out of the house. You're bored, running an errand. Mm-hmm. I went to next door. I went and bought some towels from Target, and I'll tell you, looking at that aisle, you think, "Wow, these are gorgeous! Look, look at this! I like gorgeous. the I like the color." And then you touch it, and it's a piece of sandpaper. Yeah. And then you're like twenty five dollars for sandpaper. Exactly. So I think going to Bed Bath and Beyond, safe bet. So he canceled. Yeah. Last yeah. minute. You have no financial advice now. You don't know what to do with your life. You said that you got a second job. Yeah, I got a second job yesterday. I was so excited. I was hired on the spot. He liked me so much, and you could tell he liked me. So how old is he? Oh, I don't... What? Is he younger than is you? He? Is your manager younger than you? Oh, uh, I don't know. We might have been similarly aged. So it's a professional place. It's me, a, it's a, me, don't tell me yet. I'm going to guess. I'm not going to say what it is, right? Because I don't think I should say. I think you should say. Yeah? Well, it's, it's your thing if you don't want to say it. If like, I got hired at the Pizza Hut, I'd say I'm working at the Pizza Hut, making some extra money delivering pizzas. But it's a very specific place. Claire's. Yeah, it's at Claire's. That's you, my guess. How did you know? Charlotte Roos. It's at a place that requires membership. Ooh, fancy. The Soho room. And the Soho there's an house. eight and a half year wait list to join. What? Yeah. People have to like die in order for your membership to be approved. Oh, boy. So you're putting yourself in a spot where you're the help. Like the people you're going to be interacting I mean, with. any job that I'm kind of going to get. Now, when you go, if you're it's working not a at a professional job, if you're working at Claire's and you were the piercest. <laughs> and somebody came in you're the expert they look to you for guidance i'm scared oh my God. have you seen the people that pierce ears at claire's no yeah you don't know what you're talking about <laughs> there's they, no pierces yeah they're scared they say it's just like i'm on the register one minute and then i'm piercing a six-month-old ears after well they're the easiest to pierce because they're not thinking about what's about to come right not like the squirmy kid that's like i'm scared mom yeah or even the adult who goes in. Is this going to hurt? Yeah. You did that when you got, where did you get this uh, nose piercing? Oh, I got it at a piercing place. So that's what they, that was a professional, right? Yes. Did they hold your hand? Uh, no. I'm an adult fucking woman. Did you tell them you were scared? Um, I don't think so. I have video. I know. I, I saw the video. video. I saw it. Um, no, I don't think I said I was scared. I probably was n- nervous. But no, okay, listen, I'm not a professional piercist. Okay, so that's not happening. So you're at a country club. Sort of. Is there a golf course? No. Tennis? No. Uh, 
I don't know. Pool. Yes. Pool. Yes. What else could be associated with that? Just a rocking chair, son of porch. Well, think about where I live. A crabbery? <laughs> no. <laughs> think about like upscale near me. You know, membership, maybe like, you know, ascots, striped shirts, penny loafers. Croquet club, polo club. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, it's a, it's a little, it's a, it's a place here. Um, there's, there's a, a, there's lots of different things that they do, but there's two apparent. I don't, I don't know all of it. This is just the information I got during the interview. There's two sort of places. One is like the really fancy dinners, like, you know, aged scotches, wines. Cigar room. Um, there's a maybe a cigar room, you know, maybe there's um, the wedding venues, uh, ha weddings there. Um, and then the place where I'm going to work is the more sort of relaxed atmosphere, family, this and that. Oh, I think so, I've gone for the other one. They would have treated you like shit, but no kids. Oh, I would rather. I'm fine with that. So, but the thing is, that's you're cool. fine. Well, hold on. These kids are being taught from a young age that they're better than other people. And they're going to come up and kick you in the shin and say, give me my popsicle now. You're okay with that. Well, the thing is, is that they're required to spend a certain amount of money at the club every quarter, which I think is wild. And then... Um, so when they're there, you know, they're encouraged to spend money because they have to spend it by the quarter. I guess they lose their membership or it's in jeopardy. I don't know. And then um, so, uh, so then when they order something, they just give you their membership details. And I guess they can tip you on top of that, but it automatically charges them 20 percent. So you don't have to really worry too much about your tips. So what are you going to be serving? Well, I'm either going to be serving or bartending. He was telling me um, he was really complimentary, like not in a very professional way. He wasn't like, you're so great. You know, it's just like he said, um, I have the personality for bartending. He said, even if you don't, uh, if, if you need some training, you know, we can handle that um, because you seem like you have the right sort of personality for that. And he's like, you can't teach eye contact. You can't teach, you know, this or that. He was just saying that I that I had all that. I was like, oh my god, thank you. He was all right with the nose piercing and say so you had. To well, I said that. that. I was like, is this okay? And he said, well, <clears throat> I said I could put the barbell. You know that that that. Like, it's not. A, is it a barbell? Whatever the ones that have like the two balls on the side. And I said I could flip it up. And he's like, yeah, we have someone who works in the cafe outside who does that. I was like, okay, great, I'll do that. That was nice. Oh was, my God. He also said it was, was pretty thoughtful. Was, what's that? So that was thoughtful of you. I know that I look like a, you know, low life. Yeah. <laughs> can, we, can you, he, can you help me get up to the level I need to be for the sophistication that you well, guys he told me he was like, provide. cause I felt underdressed when I went in there and he was like, Oh, believe me. Um, I did not grow up in a country club. So I don't like, it took me a while to acclimate a little bit. And then, he also said um, about the nose ring thing, he was like, we've come a long way. You know, it used to be that no tattoos were allowed to be visible. And he said, and even more recently than he's comfortable with, it was an all African-American staff. Oh, boy. And they wore white gloves. No. 
Isn't that horrible? Yes. Yes. I mean, I know that, like there's always these people who will make the argument. They chose to work there. Fuck that. You're in a spot where you need a job and this is a right. job that probably does pay well, but you're demeaning yourself and you're only demeaning yourself because you need the money so desperately. And the fact right. that there's people who are there who probably enjoyed it. Like, yes, this is the way it should be. Oh, back to the old timey ways of things that aren't scary. Yeah, I don't. I mean, OK, I guess. But anyway, so it's not like that anymore, obviously. It's good. Did you tell him about the uh, the radio? I'm a big radio star in a different city. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I said exactly that. I said I'm a big, big star, just not here. I'm part of a hit radio show. Well, he asked me because he has my resume, which I included, you know, my current job. And he was like, wanted to ask me about it because he said, this seems like something uh that he he's like this is something i i'd want to take that job instead you know i was like yeah you know i really am just looking for some extra money on the side and i told him about how i like to be around people and my current job and lifestyle doesn't sort of accommodate that as easily and i really and as i thought about it more and more I really did realize that what I miss sometimes is like survey. I would love to go back to that because you're interacting with people. You have this com sort of camaraderie with the people you work with because sometimes it sucks and it's hard, but it can be really fun. And, and he also said, you know, the, he was telling me about the hours that were really great. It was, you know, they open uh, in the like mid afternoon and I think, think during the week they close at like eight or nine and then maybe on the weekends like 10 so he's like no it's not going to be any like late nights closing 2 a.m stuff like that it's like cool but what about uh, the week you have the kids right i told him that too i said i've got my kids every other week um he said well how many days are you looking for i said well how many days are you do you think you'll need are you looking for and he explained that, you know, they're restaffing all the people that leave every summer. Like they come back, all these kids like come back every summer to work the summer shift and then they go back to school. And he said all those people are leaving. And so they're sort of preparing for that. So he said they have full time and part time availability. And I said, I don't know, like three days a week. He's like, great. I said, let's try for three days. And then if I feel like I can do more, I can uh, say like, hey, put me on. Or he said, yeah, people will text each other. Uh, maybe they have like a group chat or something. I don't know. But he said like people will like text and say, hey, if you have anything this weekend, let me know. You know, I'm available or let me know this week I'm available. You know, so he just seemed really laid back and he was just he just, yeah, told me I think you'd be a great fit. It's like, <laughs> I felt so good. I felt like I was walking on air when I left. Oh, cool. I think you should bartend. Yeah, I think so, too. I would really like it. The thing about it that's that's interesting as an adult is it doesn't feel like homework. Like I think before when I was younger, it would be like, okay, I need to learn this and that's part of the job and I have to do, 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 do. But now I feel like, oh no, I want to make, like if I were a bartender, I'd want to make their drinks right. I, I don't feel like I have an ego of like, I make drinks like this and this is the way I make them. No, like if you if you want it sweeter, let me know. I'll make it sweeter. If you want it stronger, I don't care. I'll make it stronger. Got you. I'll do whatever you want. I'm just here doing this 
you you're the one that's ordering it and paying for it so i'll make it however the fuck you want yeah bartend it's a, because it's it's a real skill to bartend like i never was in service at all outside of valet so i never even served but mm-hmm. um like i think of people who bartend at really busy crowded loud bars late at night when people are getting really drunk yeah and that seems difficult to get to the spot where you can do that or maybe when people are really drunk they don't care about the quality of the drinks and these bartenders stink i don't know but in my my mind it's like yeah that's a hard thing to do and not to I bet say you can get away with a lot more the later it gets yeah but I, I feel like in this situation, it's not going to be so insane that you're losing your mind because there's no. people flapping money in your face and yelling their orders at you. So there's some room to grow into it and learn how to. Yeah. And they, he said because it is a much more like relaxed atmosphere compared to across the street, which was, you know, the wedding venue and the fancy dinners and all this stuff that. You know, you get to know people's names. He's like, it's important for us for uh, to like learn, learn their names and their stories and know their kids. And I was like, I love that. That's right up my alley. Well, I think things are going to turn uh, for the best. You're going to yeah. meet a rich dude. <laughs> and all those financial woes will be gone. And soon you'll be the richest. Woo! Just don't sign a prenup. I'd say, fuck, no. True love doesn't need a prenup. I'd say, you don't trust me? Fuck you. This isn't happening. And then he says, okay. No prenup. You know, just like when you were talking about death and how, like, if you're a certain age, then you're this halfway and how you, just how you think about death in general. When you were saying all that stuff, I really felt like it was almost like a different language. It was just like, I don't relate to that at all i just don't think that way and it's interesting that he does who but you what how do i think the death the stuff way, about death a and then the way that you sort of compartment like you you put it in little stages and like this is halfway and if it's not halfway then you're almost halfway and anyway you talking about me meeting a rich person and getting married really i feel the same way i'm like uh, i don't I'm just surprised at my reaction of like, I don't understand. That's not. Oh, but I don't, I didn't really mean that part. Like if any, there's no one who thinks uh, on this show, at least, Oh, there's certain (laughs) things you're supposed to do at different stages in your life. And I didn't, uh, so I don't really buy into that part of it just because I think about death constantly. doesn't mean I think that uh, the marriage thing was real. I was just taking it to the extreme. Right. No, it could totally happen. It could solve that. All those dating I agree, apps. but I'm just, I'm also realizing that my reaction to it was also like a, almost like an intangible, I oh, can't wrap never, my head around that. Yeah, maybe it disgusts you. You never want it's it again. It's not disgust. It's just like, huh? It can be disgusting. Yeah. Are you going to get married? The amount of weight and pressure that people place on it. Hello? As a thing that needs to be done. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I'm know. I'm wondering. I, I, I've never been opposed to marriage. Yeah. But I also never felt a need to do it. So I just, it's not, um, it's not apathy towards it. I like the idea of it. But I feel like it's a very difficult, hard thing to do. And I was like, I'm not fucking doing it unless I know that like I'm in a right. spot where I can do it. 
Like, I, I think it's just something that people do. And I think that's insane because it is difficult. It's difficult enough to be in any kind of relationship. I've struggled with that. And I shouldn't have been in relationships for uh, much of my life. Well, it depends on what they were. The types of relationships I was in where people, I think, were looking for something a little more stable and long-term. Because I thought that's what I wanted, but I was in no spot to actually do it. So even if I did want it, um, should have realized that I wasn't in a position to do it and should have listened to that because it's only fair to the other person. Like surely I could have also had relationships. Like, I don't know. What do you want to do? Just hang out sometimes. There's other people looking for that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Oh, we, let's do that. Like, that's all we do. It's like, it's nothing that serious, but I well, never, that's kind of where I am. I never, you know, pursued that. Um, so I don't know to answer your question. Sure. Yeah. And the shore isn't dismissive. Like, oh, sure. It's like, yeah, if it presents itself and it okay. feels right, then I would do it. I don't think there'd be a big ceremony. I don't think they're, they're, it would, I, I mean, I am, I'm fine with like a courthouse type of thing, but I also understand that a celebration of sorts is nice to have with people, but the amount of money people blow on weddings blows my fucking mind. Oh yeah. It's a lot. Um, I think it's a racket and a scam and I, I don't really want to partake in, in that. Are you going to Jared's wedding? Yeah, I'll be there. Yes. <laughs> I'll be at Jared's wedding. I, is Christina coming? Yes. Yay. And you two, maybe we'll become best friends. I want to meet her. <clears throat> best. I'm bringing my girlfriend. Who? Susanna. Who's that? She's my friend. She's my most down home girl. <laughs> Where is She's his always, Huh? Where's his wedding at Lake Lanier? <laughs> or something. Yeah. Did you get did you book a room in the block of rooms? No, I even I'm terrible with that stuff. Like oh, this, you have to do it soon. You're gonna lose it. This wedding that we're going to in Wyoming. I didn't yeah. I was like, oh, and I didn't book the room and it's all sold out. But uh, it doesn't see, I matter. wanna be where the party is, you know? You think there's gonna be a party? Are you kidding? Have you met Jared Yamamoto? Yeah, maybe I don't want to go gonna to be this. A party. There's going to be an after party. There's going to be a party after the after party. Maybe I don't want to go to this wedding. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fun. The amount of partying. It's going to be fun. The dancing. Yeah. Where is it? Where's your invite? I don't remember. Lake Lanier or something. But is it at like a marina? <laughs> I in, don't a, know. in a stable? Um, I saw something. Lake like, house? No, it's at this. It's really, really pretty. At least where the ceremony is going to happen. It's really beautiful. Um, But I don't know. I don't know where the other. I don't even know my where my reservation is. I forget. But Susanna's parents live in Georgia, so the her mom's going to pick us up and drive us out to, like, fucking Lake Lanier. I was like, does she know how far that is? Yeah, it's a decent, decent, decent drive. Yeah. I was like, okay, thank you. There, there's a lot of weddings. There was a, this wedding in Wyoming. There was supposed to be one in Tombstone, but I think I have to skip that one. I can't go to Tombstone, Arizona. Oh, and that's why you, that's why you got your fancy credit card, so that you could be in those lounges 
Yeah. Because you're do. traveling a lot this summer. What did your boy who was supposed to be on the show say about those? He talk about I, He's fine as long as you can afford stuff. Those fancy lounges. Look, the lounges are nice. We went to. Uh, they are nice. Last time we flew using that credit card to get some mimosas. Though apparently they don't start serving booze until 8 a.m. This wasn't me, but because uh, it was after 8 a.m. But I found out that people go like at 6 a.m. And they're like, I'm going to get a drink before. And they say, no booze until 8 Oh, is that everywhere? The Delta Lounge, at least. Or is that just in Georgia? No, I think that's the Delta Lounge across the board. That's their rule. Uh, maybe because it's Georgia-based. <laughs> yeah, like Georgia has weird rules. But yeah, I think you're right. I think airports, which is stupid because like 6 a.m. for you it might not be 6 a.m. for someone else. It's also stupid because if you're going to drink at 8 a.m., what the hell's the difference? 6 a.m., yeah. 8 a.m., you're still drinking early in the morning. Right. So... I don't understand what the regulation is, but, but it's nice, anyway. nice to go in, get the snacks and the meals and be away yeah. from the rest of the hustle and bustle. Although people do get angry because, you know, some of the lounges have lax entry rules and people would bring their families in and the kids would be loud and the adults mm. wanted to have peace and quiet. But a lot of that's changing. Apparently it's like now you can't bring in a guest for free and they limit it and things like that. Yeah. But yes, and then there's Jared's wedding, and then there's another wedding in Connecticut or Rhode Island I have to go to. Damn. So there would have been, you you could potentially, if you go to the tombstone when you have four more weddings this summer. Yeah. Or into the, into the fall, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I guess they've all back, they've piled up, right? This is yeah. a backlog of of weddings. Yeah, COVID weddings. It's time. Let's do it. I mean, one of these, this wedding in Tombstone is people who've been together for God knows how long. Uh, he's a f- couple years younger than us, but, you know, he's an adult. He's been with his girlfriend for a very, very, very long time. They've been engaged probably for five years at this point. Oh, wow. They work together. They run a theater together. And it's like, okay, this is, you know, I guess big that you're finally taking that step. So I'm, I'm kind of bummed I'm not going, but it's also just a lot. Did you already RSVP? I don't. I don't think I RSVP'd to that one. But oh. other people are going. Like people I didn't think were going to go are going to go. But it's also like a themed thing. Like you don't get dressed up. It's like wear whatever you want, which oh. is fine. But I think they're going to wear like Western stuff. They're actors. You know, take oh it as God. you will. Sounds annoying. <laughs> take it as you will. Okay. Um, I like them. But, oh, I'm sure. But I'm not going to put on chaps and fucking gun vest well they said wear what you want and now you're saying that you have to wear like a no 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 but i was like but then you go i'm not going to wear a suit then which is fine but i have suits that i bought custom suits so i would just wear what jeans and a t-shirt to their wedding like it feels strange i don't know what i'm supposed to wear yeah you should just have a traditional like wear wedding clothes I also think it's the week English Nick's coming to New York and he hasn't been here the whole time I've lived here, which is oh my God. approaching 15 years and it may coincide with that. So I okay. feel like it's an event I can't miss his wow. arrival with his girlfriend and his new I white, white rimmed glasses. I love those glasses. I don't, I didn't say anything other than that. Oh, I didn't mean it like you don't like them. The so white rims so anyway yes then we will be down for jared's wedding okay cool 
All right. Then, anything else? No, I think that's all. All right. This is what this is what you get when a guest cancels. I think it was a good show. It was a fun little chit chat show. The, Are you going to play the music, or should I just the say it? guest canceled? Uh, what what music should I play? Here I go again on my own. Ugh, that song stinks. <laughs> I love this song's awesome. Actually, it has a very it has a really long build up. It has a very uh, of the time sound. I know we say that yeah. a lot, but. All right, thanks everybody for listening. Go listen to the Silver Sun pickups, like and subscribe, rate and review. Please support our sponsor, HoffandPepper.com. You can use our code One Topic Fifteen for fifteen percent off some locally made in Chattanooga hot sauce. They just got a new facility. Follow them on Instagram. They're awesome. And uh, that's all. Okay. Bye. Yeah, Silver Sun's fine. I didn't mean to say anything nasty. I just, uh, not so memorable to me. Oh, sure. I don't really, I, like I said, I they're on my playlist and I forgot that that was them. I just like the sound of it. The sunshine. <laughs>